time for your weekly dose of nostalgia with the 80s and 90s Uncensored. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're talking about Pee Wee Herman versus Ernest P. Worrell. Smackdown! Nerdiest Smackdown in history. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the funniest Smackdown in history. It would be. This is another one that should have that should be on the um, claymation fighting. Yeah, thing. The, the the celebrity death match. Celebrity death match. This is another one that would be good on that. Well, yeah. but and it's this one's interesting because these are these are characters. These aren't real people, but they're so associated with the actors who play them that they're almost indistinguishable. Mm-hmm. So that's why I dig these characters. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, both the actors have played other roles done other stuff, done stand-up comedy, that kind of stuff. But when you think of Pee Wee Herman, you almost think of him as more of a, a real person. When you think of Ernest P. Worrell, you almost think of him as a real yeah. person because they're so associated with these But they're two. not real people. It's not like they're Sherlock Holmes or something. They're not exactly. real people. No, 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 absolutely not. Nothing like that. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, tell me a little bit about Pee Wee. Let's see, uh, see if you're Pee Wee can handle up to my earnest yeah let's go let's let's go for the smackdown so the origin of peewee herman is pretty interesting paul rubens in the 70s was part of this comedy troupe called the groundlings um and he was in that with phil hartman they were actually good buddies did you know that i know um, phil hartman is in peewee's big adventure yeah yeah when he's in his tv show too so they're they're actually good buddies they work together um, and on one of the performances, they had to come up with a character. Um, and Paul Rubens came up with this character that was an aspiring comedian, but people would know that he would never be a comedian because he's not, not a very good one, which is what makes him funny. It's very meta in that way, right? He's not mm -hmm. really funny, which makes him hilarious. And he came up with this character because Paul had a problem remembering his punchlines and he, he wasn't very organized in his head. Um, so he came up with this bad comedian so he could make it easier on himself, which was brilliant. Um, and he named the, the Pee Wee Herman character. Pee Wee was a brand of miniature harmonica. Hmm. And Herman was this name of this like weird kid that he knew in school. So he combined those to be Pee Wee Herman, which, which was kind of a name that a real person could have. But like a person that maybe their parents didn't like him that much, like who would name their kid Pee Wee Herman. So, <laughs> which is pretty, which is pretty great. Right. So he eventually got his big break with the Pee Wee Herman show. It was, it sold out in LA numerous times. Um, this, he, he did this after he tried to get on to Saturday night live, but he didn't get on, he didn't get on it. So he really kind of went with his Pee Wee Herman character more. They were like, you need to be able to play more than one character. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. Yeah, you need to improvise. Like, no, sure. <laughs> yeah. So he's like, okay, I, if this is my character, this is my character. We're going for it. And he, he was doing these sellout shows where he was just this goofy, childlike Pee Wee Herman. And it was, it was also very this original Pee Wee Herman show is pretty sexually, like a lot of sexual innuendos and stuff. But it was, it was very funny. And and uh, HBO ended up taping one of them and made it a like a, a TV special on HBO in 1981. 
And that's when it be he became really popular. And then he became even more popular when he made numerous appearances on Late Night with David Letterman. And he just he just kind of ballooned up because people just really loved Pee-wee. And he started to become more and more popular to the point where they decided to give him a budget to make a movie in 1985 called Pee-wee's Big Adventure, directed by a not-so-well-known at the time Tim Burton. And uh, he did that, and they made that movie, and it was it was big. It made like forty million dollars. Um, it was an awesome movie, and and it made it made Tim Burton big, and made Pee Wee even bigger, to the point where they gave him his own TV show, forty five episodes and five seasons of Pee Wee's Playhouse, where Pee Wee could just like hang out with his weird toys and his talking chair and all this crazy stuff going on, um, and it won. Uh, 15 Emmys was nominated for 22 of them and won 15 Emmys over its life. He even had his own uh, Christmas special with a bunch of huge celebrities of the time like Oprah, Cher, Whoopi, Grace Jones, Little Richard, Joan Rivers. Um, so he was he was having his own Christmas specials with like big A-lister names, man. So he was living the high life. Pee-wee was big. He was so big, in fact, that did you know he has his own star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame? Pee-wee does, not Paul Rubin. That's right. It's wow. not even Paul Rubens. It's Pee-wee Herman. That's how much this character is a character that he, not the actor who plays him, but the character himself has a star on the Walk of Fame. So that's, um, I mean, if you have a, if your character has a star on the Walk of Fame, that's huge. So, but then in 1991, the actor, every, all of a sudden, everybody wanted to disassociate Pee Wee and the actor. They wanted to um, talk about Paul Rubens himself because he got caught kind of spanking it in an adult theater. And so everybody was up in arms. The media made a heyday out of it. Um, everybody, everything was canceled and everything just went, went, went to kind of, kind of tits up for Pee Wee, but the public still supported him. The the companies and the media made a big deal about it, but the people, people themselves supported Paul Rubens because they're like, look, okay, he, 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 he was caught spanking it in a porn theater. I mean, that's not great, but he, there are lots of people who probably get caught. In fact, there were like three other guys who got caught that night along with him. So is it is it kind of bad? Yeah, but it, he didn't murder anybody. He didn't hurt anybody. So leave leave Pee Wee alone. <laughs> leave Paul Rubens alone. He's a person too. Um, <laughs> but he did kind of take a hiatus throughout the 90s. I would be interested to see. They were going to cancel the show anyway. A lot of people think the show was, gonna, was canceled because of this. That's not true. Um, but there were a lot of would-be things throughout the 90s, um, but it never really took off. Pee-wee was kind of put to rest. But then 2016, he came out with a Netflix movie called Pee-wee's Big Holiday, which was uh, on Netflix, and it was – came out to good reviews and it was a lot of fun. So Pee-wee made a big comeback not too long ago. So Pee-wee's still here. Pee-wee's the bomb. Unfortunately, Ernest P. Worrell will never make a comeback because mm -hmm. Jim Varney, who portrayed him, died uh, at the age of 50 due to a lifetime of smoking. He died from lung cancer. Mm -hmm. But prior to that, an actor by the name of Jim Varney 
was uh, doing his acting thing and he was contacted by a local ad agency and they're like, Hey, help us create this character and stuff like that. So Cardin and Cherry was the name of the company. And Jim Varney came up with this character. He's dressed in a denim vest. He wears a baseball cap and he was kind of a take on a lot of Jim's characters already. Jim had been doing stand-up prior to this, had done a little bit of acting and stuff. And his stand-up routine was him doing various kind of Southern characters and different types of characters. So he came up with this character called Ernest P. Worrell, who would talk directly into the camera on the commercials to his neighbor, Vern, Hence the catchphrase, hey, Vern, which was born from that. You know that. what I mean, Vern? You know what I mean? <laughs> Leading up to his other catchphrase, exactly. Know what I mean? Hey, Vern, know what I mean? And he started doing these commercials starting in the 1980, always talking to the camera. And it started off slow, just local stuff down there in Tennessee or Kentucky. And uh, kind of grew from there to the point where he was then doing commercials for Mellow Yellow, Sprites, Checks, Taco Don's, Ice Cream, et cetera, et cetera. And years later, Jim Varney estimated that as, as Ernest P. Whirl, he did an estimation of 3,000 commercials as that character. Wow. So the character became quite popular and led to a movie called Ernest Goes to Camp in 1987, which, like Pee-wee's Big Adventure, was a huge hit. Not Didn't make as much money as Pee-wee's Big Adventure, just to be clear on that, but same thing. It did. It cost very little to make and made a lot of money in return, which, of course, then led to quite a few more movies. Ernest, Ernest Saves Christmas, so Ernest already had a Christmas special long before Pee-wee decided to get on the Christmas special boat. We had a whole Christmas movie. Exactly. Ernest saves Christmas. Unfortunately, Ernest went to jail uh, and then Ernest got scared stupid and (laughs) Ernest eventually wrote again, though, so no worries. (laughs) Ernest got around. He joined the army. He went to Africa uh, and he went to school. So anyway, so uh, he portrayed this character in 10 movies, quite a few movies. The first four were done for Disney or five. One, two, three, four. Yeah. Five were done for Disney. And then after that, they were done as a direct-to-video kind of thing. Um, he also did a TV series called Hey Vern, It's Ernest. Not quite as popular as Pee-Wee's Playhouse, unfortunately. It did 13 episodes and was canceled. <laughs> so, so I will say he did win one daytime Emmy for Outstanding Performer in a Children's Series. So he did get an Emmy. And as awards go, he also got a Razzie for Ernest Goes to Camp. Hmm? So there really? you go. Yeah. How many Razzies has Pee Wee got? <laughs> he even did like a Disney Channel direct movie called Ernest Goes to Splash Mountain. <laughs> so he has basically a Splash Mountain themed ride at Disneyland, uh, thanks to him. Uh, so that's kind of nice for good old Ernest. What else can I talk about? He wrote books. You can get Hey Vern, It's the Ernest P. World Book of Knowledge. Later re-released as It's the Ernest P. World Book of Knowledge. Without the (laughs) Hey Vern is what I'm getting at there. (laughs) So same book, just doesn't have the Hey Vern at the beginning. And then another book called Ask Ernest What, When, Where, Why, Who Cares. He also 
did a song called Gee, I'm Glad It's Raining, which was featured in Ernest Goes to Camp. So quite a lovely song. I'd recommend you check it out on YouTube when you have a chance. Um, so he had quite a career, and there were plans to make more films, unfortunately, but uh, he died. Jim Varney was good friends with Robin Williams. He also did time at the Los Angeles iconic comedy store in the 70s. He starred in other films as well, so it wasn't just the Ernest films. He was in Beverly Hillbillies, which did really well. He um, was on Johnny Carson, Merv Griffin. One big difference between Jim and Paul Rubin is Jim Varney would say, actually said once on an interview, whenever I do talk shows, I try never to appear as earnest if I can help it, noting how Paul Rubens would always appear as Pee Wee Herman and that he kind of thought it hurt Rubens more than anything. And because basically Paul Rubens more or less could only play Pee-wee, even though that's not true. He actually played some really good played characters. a lot of other things, films. actually, but... Yeah, but I think Jim really won't, didn't just want to be known as Ernest. He wanted to do mm-hmm. other stuff. And he did the he did voice in Disney's Toy Story 2, Toy Story 1, Beverly Hillbillies, and a few other things. But um, just, like, just like Paul, he will forever be known as Ernest. And he didn't he didn't mind and the nice thing about him too in comparison to paul is he never got caught wanking off in a movie theater uh he was never arrested for child porn uh paraphernalia i guess i should call it unjustifiably as we've discussed on a past Mm -hmm. thing but i will just say paul (laughs) was arrested (laughs) jim has not been and i think jim uh, had more range as an actor as well in the sense of his characters in his films. I don't think, I think Paul, Paul Rubin is a very talented actor. Don't get me wrong. Like I think he's uh, can do very uh, serious roles really well as well. But in a lot of the earnest movies, Jim Varney played multiple characters in that movie, mm-hmm. basically kind of like Robin Williams or not Robin, basically like uh, Eddie Murphy does. Yeah. Or so, Dana Carvey or Carvey. something. Yeah, yeah. One of those kind of things, Michael Myers, so we kind of had that nice range. So yeah, 3,000 commercials, 13 episodes of Haven, and 10 films before he died. Wow. Yeah. That's a lot. It is. Yeah. So I, I was kind of, I didn't know Ernest had books. I'd be interested in, those are probably fun. I might pick those up. Yeah. So I was doing a little bit of comparison here. I think Ernest quantity wise wins. With 3,000 commercials. You know, 3,000 commercials, a bunch of movies. So yeah. for the most part, he wins in quantity. But if you add up all the like Rotten Tomatoes or IMDb scores, Pee-wee's stuff is higher. So I think quality, Pee-wee wins in quality instead of quantity. Um, and if, if you look at their TV shows, Pee-wee definitely wins with the Emmys and the fact that he has almost three times as many episodes and, and was canceled because they decided to cancel it. Um, Not because nobody was watching it. Yeah. Like it, it or hurt. because he was spanking his monkey in the porn theater. That's actually not not true. Yeah. And you look at the, the I was looking because really there's only you you can really only compare like the first two movies. And if you compare the first two movies from each of these characters, uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure was the biggest one at almost forty one million dollars. And then, but then Big Top Pee Wee kind of wasn't good. I, I mean, I thought it was good, but the box office was only fifteen million. 
for a total of 56 million if you want to go by by numbers but goes to camp and Ernest Save Christmas so the first two uh, Ernest movies were both was 23 million 28 million respectively for a total of 51.7 million so almost the same They're pretty equal so I, I think they're maybe comparable in the movie realm. I think maybe Big Adventure really overshadows everything because it's it's kind of the big movie. Um, but then Pee Wee only has two other movies, whereas Ernest has so many other. He has a whole bunch, and they're not really good, and they go down no. in quality. Yeah, they get worse and worse eventually, and just as straight to video releases. Uh, once yeah, Disney and you could like, see you know what you're it, not making any money camp. here. We're cutting you. Up. Yeah, it was twenty three million. Saves Christmas was actually twenty eight million. Yeah. Goes to jail was twenty five million. So they think you'd think Ernest was would be on a roll, but then Scared Stupid was fourteen million. Yeah, and then Rides Again went all the way down to like less than one point five million, and that's when he started going to video. After that, like yep. people got sick of Ernest. <laughs> I wonder what if. Kiwi had made more movies. Would he? Would it have been the same? Because it went from up here, Big Adventure, to Big Top Huey, which was down here. But then all the way later, they make this Netflix movie, which was really popular. So, but nobody knows how much money that made because it's a streaming Netflix movie. Yeah, so Netflix doesn't release that info. We don't we? Don't know. Yeah, uh, I, I I agree. I think Wee would have followed the same progression if he kept making movies. I know that they did plan on making more Ernest movies. They had stuff queued up or ideas for a, a dozen more. So they must have been making at least enough money to justify the straight-to-video release, but they mm -hmm. weren't good. You're right. They weren't. No, good. they weren't good. So I can't argue with did that. Did you see that one where he goes to Africa or he joins the army or whatnot? Yeah, no, yeah. Ernest goes to Africa. Uh, didn't stand the test of time. Uh, I don't think it stood the test of time in the time then. it was released, to be honest. Yeah. But I still watch it, though. It's still Ernest, so whatever. Yeah, I mean, well, you can watch the the Disney ones on the Disney Channel, so no. they're out there. Uh, I don't know about the rest of them where those are. I, I didn't look for with the direct video ones because I'm sure we can find them. I, I kind of want to revisit them, so I'll, I'll find out where they are. Yeah, I kind of want to see. I've never saw Ernest goes into the army. I feel like that. I watched that to be honest. I, I did. did. You? And for some reason, when my son was small, like a little kid, we got it somehow. I don't know where I got it. It was on DVD or something. I don't know how I got it, but we watched it. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't good, but he, he was a little kid. So he's like, ah, this is amazing. This goofball <laughs> in the army. I was like, yeah, okay, this is good. You know, yeah. for a direct video thing, it's all right. Oh, well, that's all right then. Uh, I, does Pee Wee sing in any of his movies? Yeah, uh, well, he dances. He's got a famous dance, mm -hmm. but he no musical talent then, huh? Because if cause... it is, it's goofball. It's not. It's probably not good. Mm -hmm. It's probably just making fun of Pee Wee singing. Oh yeah, no, Ernest. Ernest sings pretty well in in his uh -huh. uh, I guess, and then also let's let's say we drop Pee Wee and Ernest in the middle of the woods. Which one do you think's getting out alive? Can survive. See, you you want to say Ernest, right? He because camp, he's got man. the hat and the flannel That's, jacket. Thing, he was whatever. a camp counselor. He in in his, some of his videos, he's showing you how to like you know light a fire by rubbing a stick, and he starts his leg on fire. You know, he, yeah, he shows well, you what, what I'm not saying to is, say to an animal. It's he's he he's he looks like he can survive in the woods, and he does things. 
but then he ends up like hurting himself. Yeah, but he survived. So if Pee Wee did nothing, at least he wouldn't hurt himself. <laughs> so I'm still going with Pee Wee because Pee Wee'd be like, "All right, what do I do? <laughs> I don't know." And then and then Ernest would be like, "I know what to do," and he'd try to do stuff and then just injure the shit out of himself. <laughs> so hmm. he looks like he could survive in the woods, but he can't because he. <laughs> He ends up mutilating himself. <laughs> maybe, maybe. It is nice that Pee-wee's got his Walk of Fame star. Uh, Ernest doesn't. Yeah, have I mean, I mean, if you have your star on the, if your character has a star on the Walk of Fame, you win. I'm sorry, that's but you three thousand commercials, man. <laughs> Reportedly, like Jim had a near genius IQ uh, and pretty photographic memory. He would basically re when recording the commercials. They'd hand him in the script. He'd read it over, set it aside, and then just boom, do the commercial. So yeah. they could actually Jim Barney was pretty amazing. Yeah, very talented. Yeah. Well, so what about a cage match? We always say that Pee Wee and 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 Ernest in a cage match. How would that go down? That's the thing. Yeah, that one's hard to say too. I still got. I'm gonna go with Ernest because he can take a beating. Right. Yeah, so whatever Pee Wee throws at him, he, he just can shake it off. I mean, he's been attacked by animals, he's yeah. fallen, you know, all that kind of stuff. And he gets mm -hmm. back up. So he can take a beating towards I don't think Pee Wee could take a beating. I think No, it does a lot of his stuff, he doesn't ever really get hurt. I mean, he 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 and he but he can attack. Remember he went after that fat guy in, in Big Adventure, he got pissed off because he thought his bike was stolen. He get aggressive actually. And and on Pee Wee's uh, play playhouse. Sometimes he throws like pretty violent tantrums. Yeah, but he never but, gets hurt. Yeah, but he never gets hurt. And if your f best friend is like a plush chair, yeah. like you, and and every time you fall, you fall in this nice soft chair who catches you. You can you probably he probably can't take a beating. So I'd say offensively, Pee Wee has the better offense, but definitely. Ernest has a good defense because he he could take an ass whooping real good because he hurts himself so much. He's just used to it, right? Yeah, yeah. You can go kick him in the nuts, set him on fire, and he just stop, drop, and roll, get up, and be like, what? That's all you got? <laughs> That's the thing. So he could just keep taking the beating, he dish a little out. I don't know. Yeah, I guess this is, this is a toss-up on this one. Both uh, yeah. interesting characters. Well, our friends out there in internet land, let us know what you think. Do you think Pee Wee Herman would win the cage match? Do you think um, um, Ernest P. Worrell would win the would the death match? Who do you like better and why? Let us know on the comments of wherever you're listening to this podcast. Absolutely. Or reach out to us on social media at the 80s and 90s com. Shoot us a message and uh, let us know who you think will take it. Yeah. Yeah, I'd be interested. I'll put, I'm going to put out a poll. Well, maybe. I don't know. If Twitter's still around, I don't. <laughs> I don't really do much on Twitter anymore because it's, well, it's. It'll only take you a minute to put out a poll. You can do it. Come on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just if, if I'll, I'll put out a poll there. Do it. Do it for the listeners. Do it for the Twitter fans. Do it for okay. the people, Jamie. Do it if, for the people. Well, when it, it so might be gone by the time we watch this episode, man. It yeah. Might be this gone. is investigative journalism polling. <laughs> so we got to go out there to the people and find out who they think would win between these two powerhouses okay and, you I'll know do it. so you got to do it you got to do it for the people do it for the all fans right. Jamie. i'll do it for the people i'll all do right. it we'll put that we'll put that poll out there let us know what you think yeah absolutely all right folks i guess we'll leave you with that and instead of my usual outro i'm gonna send us out with a few lyrics from a song
by Ernest P. Worrell. I'm glad it's raining. There's always something to be thankful for. I'm awfully glad it's raining. Cause no one sees your teardrops when it pours. And no one knows the thunder is your heartbreak in disguise. They think the rainy nights, what put that sad look in your That's a pretty eyes. beautiful, isn't it? <laughs> it is, but that's pretty depressing shit, dude. <laughs> Damn. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> not really comedic is it <laughs> no that, that doesn't sound that that must be just a jim varney thing i think it's it, it's when he gets fired from being a count counselor so oh, there's a bit like okay. down moment uh when he gets fired but then he gets his job back so don't worry oh because it sounds more like just a bit of his i'm pretty sure it's from the movie it's been so long since i've seen the movie i honestly don't remember wow that's it's it's a nice song, but that is some depressing shit, bro. <laughs> <laughs> it's totally especially from from a guy in Seattle and London. It's like, oh damn. <laughs> Me like, uh, I'm not glad it's raining. It's always raining. It's always raining. <laughs> Maybe I want someone to see my tears for once. God damn it. <laughs>